Hello and welcome to Business Line special series on the budget. In today's episode we talk about politics, policies and an outlook for some key sectors before the government presents the union budget 2023. This year's budget is the last budget of the Narendra Modi government before the general elections. The BJP is totally gearing up for the upcoming elections. In the recent national executive meeting of the BJP, Prime Minister Narendra Modi noted that there were nearly 400 days left for the 2024 Lok Sabha elections. And he asked party members to serve every section of society with full dedication in a speech. So, how significant is this budget for the union government? How has been the implementations of various policies by the government? What are some of the grave social issues that should be of immediate focus in the budget? To help record these questions, my colleague Purnima Joshi from Business Line joins me. Hi Purnima, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks Nobhutu. How are you doing? I'm well, I'm well. <laughs> so, the BJP is totally gearing up for the upcoming elections. So, how was the recently concluded national executive meeting of the BJP? Yeah, well, one it kind of uh, signals the commencement of uh, poll activities although BJP is always in a in an election mode. Uh mm. they're like a very formidable uh, election machine so if you look at the prime minister's uh, address he said the last 400 days uh, should be engaged in various missions mm-hmm. uh, he gave certain political programs to the workers there then you had amit shah saying that we are coming back with a bigger mandate and modi is returning as uh, prime minister so uh, bjp's strength vis-a-vis the opposition is they have uh they have a uh, leadership they have a um popular leader in narendra modi they have uh, a formidable organization they have got money they have got muscle and they have got uh, a very clearly defined political program see they uh, bjp is is emanated from the rss i mean it calls itself a cultural organization their cultural nationalism or hindutva whatever you may like to call it that is very much center stage if you look at uh, their uh, resolutions uh, their uh, socio economic resolution has got uh, several points you know which includes chardham yatra badrinath kedarnath being linked uh, and uh, also including the sikh places of worship that is very much uh, part of the political program along with the uh, cultural nationalism or hindutva whatever you you may like to call it is a very strong dose of welfareism which is uh, uh which is uh, spelt out through pradhan mantri garib garib kalyan yojana particularly which is mm-hmm. uh, for uh, distribution of free grains it's been an immensely successful scheme for the center they listed out a whole lot of uh, other schemes which uh, and they brought out a separate statement in in the national executive besides the social and economic resolution uh, which is part of the usual sort of functioning of the national executive there was a separate statement uh, on garib kalyan or well uh, you know welfare of the poor uh, which enlisted all these centrally sponsored schemes uh, see through the welfare measures there is also uh, the the move to include communities which have been hitherto not 
really defined, uh, uh, sort of identified with the BJP, but there is a major outreach uh, towards uh, SCSTs and OBCs. Uh, now, BJP has got the largest number of OBC MPs, but towards the scheduled caste and scheduled tribes, uh, there, is, uh, there is a further intense, uh, intensifying the policy approach. So you, you had, uh, uh, you know, people from backward regions, from scheduled caste, scheduled tribe, OBC communities proposing these uh, resolutions or making these statements. Their parliamentary board, me board member, Sudha Yadav, was the one who read out the uh, Garib Kalyan state, uh, state uh, who basically presented the social, uh, uh, the uh, Garib Kalyan statement to the, to the media. She was the one who was facing questions on that. So uh, basically, this is part of the larger sort of political program uh, of the BJP, which is very much integral to the outreach towards uh, uh, to to the to these communities that I just mentioned, uh, so uh, you have uh, uh, a strong dose of Hindutva, you have a strong dose of welfareism, then you have the personality of the prime minister uh, and a strong organization, uh, which is uh, which is how the BJP oils its election machinery. Election. All right, and Ponima talking about the budget now. This is the last budget, as we all know, before the general elections. So Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman has said that this budget will follow the spirits of earlier budget. But do we expect any freebies considering the fact that this is the last budget before the elections? And how significant is this budget politically for the government? I think the Finance Minister's statement was, was uh, perceived more in the line of uh, the government continuing with its large uh, capex spend. Uh, you know, the focus has been in the large, last budget mm -hmm. towards uh, more capital expenditure, and there would be a continuation of it in this budget. As I said, uh, like the ruling party has indicated, uh, a renewed focus on uh, Garib Kalyan or welfare of the poor. Say, uh, see, Garib Kalyan has al already been merged uh, with the pu public distribution system through which provisions and rations will be given free to the poor. So, besides that, there are a whole lot of uh, other schemes in which uh, one expects uh, uh, allocations may be uh, increased or additional schemes to be brought in, uh, you know. Um, and uh, there would be outreach towards, uh, uh, besides the SCST, OBC, OBC communities, the poor, the BPL uh, uh, population, you will have an outreach towards the farmers to, uh, you know, uh, in, uh, in through Pradhan Mantri Fasal Bhima Yojana, Pradhan Mantri Krishi Sanchai Yojana, Paramparagat Krishi Vikas Yojana, PM Kusum, you know, I'm just enlisting a few schemes which are, which are already there and you, you one will have to see whether allocations will be increased towards that. Uh, then they have been trumpeting a lot, uh, the mudra scheme through which they claim that more than 60, 16 crore poor and middle-class people have been sanctioned loans uh, of over 7.74 lakh crore. So you could see a further uh, sort of uh, push into that. We'll see if the loan amount will be increased. I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. But uh, there would be a renewed focus on welfareism. And uh, like you say, freebies, although the BJP has taken a, a stand against... Uh, 
what they what the prime minister calls bravery culture but uh, they have made a distinction between freebies as they call it or uh, welfare programs uh, so you will have free ration scheme already is uh, existing maybe an increased allocation towards uh, pds i'm not sure uh, but uh, you could see that you could see a few more additions to the welfare schemes okay all right so basically yeah, it but, will be but, hmm. but if you look at it bjp looks at welfareism uh, not in terms of um, what we traditionally see health and education like health uh, which is which has been the subject of uh, uh, of immense discussion and focus uh, post covid uh, we didn't see allocations been increased uh, in the last budget i mean even we were still in the middle of the omicron uh, uh, wave last year hmm. uh, but uh, we didn't see a uh, um allocations increasing last year i mean not substantially in any case uh in the health budget this uh i don't see uh any major allocation increase in sectors like health or uh, even education which is crying out loud if you look at the uh, survey that has come out today mm-hmm. uh, of learning uh learning although enrollment has increased in schools learning has gone down so bjp uh, will focus on you know what you would like to call freebies but i don't see i don't see an increased uh, allocation for health i mean for instance uh, the commitment has been to increase uh, uh, increase public spending on healthcare from you know it is a measly about 1% just a little above 1% of the gdp uh and the commitment is to, uh, is to increase it to 2.5 to 3% of the gdp uh as has been envisaged in the national health policy in 2017 uh but um uh but i don't see it happening even in this budget uh okay. you know yeah so basically the situation looks really grim with regards to that yeah i mean i should i should think that a progressive budget would look at social sector especially health and education uh with a sense of urgency post covid uh with these uh, survey of the survey pointing out that uh, uh learning has has gone down if students have really suffered in the last two years of covid so we should see an, a renewed focus on education also on health uh you know the structural uh, there are structural vulnerabilities in the health sector which show up in shocking mortality rate in preventable and easily treat- treatable diseases in india there are staggering 4000 daily deaths because of what is called ischemic heart diseases diarrhea kills 2000 people a day these are what i would call structural uh, uh vulnerabilities okay. uh you know because of which uh, we suffer and uh, i would have thought uh, the pandemic would uh, would bring about a renewed focus on it you know we need to we need to focus on our surveillance we need to focus on our uh, research uh, and development we need to focus on our on our public health care system because uh, as we saw even during the vaccination program it was the because it was driven by the government the private uh, sector had to willingly follow through and the government health had to really exhort and they were subsidizing vaccines 
only then you, you could make a they make the vaccination a success in india you cannot leave it to the private sector you have a staggering out of pocket expenditure which is close to 65% of the overall healthcare spend in india you know this is the sector that is crying out for for support but i presume that it would get submerged in the larger discourse of uh, uh, what is called welfare for the poor by the bjp i mean i'm not saying that you should uh, not have a healthy uh, public uh, distribution system of course you should mm-hmm. but that uh, uh, there is no binary it should not be uh, to the exclusion of uh, critical sectors like health and education mm-hmm. like they are the backbone they should be the backbones of any budget for that matter exactly mm-hmm. social audit of uh, schemes like uh, Maganrega it has done a lot for increasing minimum wage hmm. uh, but uh, there is criti- uh, you know even has to look at it objectively there is criticism of the scheme in terms of uh, uh, how it has impacted uh, labor practices in in rural india so if you increase the uh, wages for the farm labor how does it impact the lo- small and uh, middle income uh, level uh, small and middle uh, farmers who don't have the paying capacity it's a question mm-hmm. 2000 yeah mm-hmm. was the year when farmers income was supposed to have been doubled mm-hmm. uh, where is the evidence that that has taken place mm-hmm. there is a lot of uh, talk about increasing productivity and that is seen as synonymous uh, with the uh, increased farm income but in reality increased productivity does not mean an increase in actual income of the farmers politics uh, driving uh, policy obviously is a is a natural linkage but there is a hyped up um, you know image management uh, kind of policy so which should not drive uh, policy at a certain level but uh, unfortunately it does hmm. so basically a deep interlink of politics and policies for that matter yes 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 hmm. uh, you know since like you mentioned this is the last full budget before mm-hmm. elections uh and the prime minister has already said that you know this these are the last 400 days of uh, before the elections and various political programs have been given to uh, the bjp workers mm-hmm. uh, so bjp obviously is in uh, in an election mode and we'll see uh, the shadow of it on the budget uh, but uh, sectors uh, social sector which is uh, crying out for help uh, in the last uh, so many decades we will not see much improvement in that you know you will see more uh, money going towards uh, uh, programs such as uh, free rations and uh, maganrega will see some allocation increase policies like kis pm kisan and so on let's see mm-hmm. what uh, what they do to allocations there but i suspect there would be some increase in allocation there will be new uh, welfare programs Uh, which will be added to the budget keeping in mind the elections okay all right yeah so purnima the government uh, for obvious matters hails its schemes like the mudra scheme it talks very highly about it but yeah. some analysts they are very concerned about non performing assets with regards to the mudra loans so how how do we expect the government to handle this i don't expect the government to handle it at all i i expect uh, <laughs> that uh, um it works to the uh, it is it finds a mention 
uh, in the BJP's political, socio-political, uh, socio-economic resolution. And they say that approval of loans under Mudra scheme, more than 16 crore poor and middle class people have been sanctioned loans of, uh, of over 7.7 uh, 7 lakh crore. So that is a, that is a theme uh, in the election. So uh, to, to have a critical look, look at it, I don't expect the government to do. Uh, certainly not in the budget. If at all, we'll probably see a, uh, an increased focus on uh, Mudra scheme because that finds a mention in the social economic resolution of the BJP. Okay, all right. Yeah. And like the last national executive meeting of the BJP saw Prime Minister Narendra Modi talking about eradicating gender inequality. Like PM Modi has time and again said that women must feel safe and respected from street to workplace. However, if we look at the budget, there has been a deduction when it comes to the safety of women for schemes like Beti Bachao, Beti Parao, one-stop centers, Nari Adalats. So are there chances that the budget will gear up to allot more, allocate more funds or will it be just a very dull situation? But probably uh, Beti Bachao, Beti Padao uh, found, uh, definitely found a mention in the Prime Minister's speech itself. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he talked about it being a huge success. And the same success, he said, should be replicated towards saving the earth. Uh, so I don't know whether there'll be increased allocation. Uh, like I said, a lot of these programs are politically uh, uh, successful. And the structural uh, uh, impact of them or uh, uh, how they get incorporated into, into policy is uh, not really looked at that carefully. Uh, for instance, uh, Mr. Modi himself was critical of Maganrega when he initially came. But then uh, the BJP realized the political import of Maganrega and how important it is. And it has shown itself to be an important program, especially in times of emergency like uh, uh, like COVID. So it's become a political uh, necessity. So even though the actual efficacy of it in terms of or the, or the uh, reality that it may not have, uh, may not have economic benefits or social benefits uh, to the extent that that was desired, um, the BJP cannot go back on it because it has huge uh, political benefits. Uh, or withdrawing it will will re result in, uh, uh, in in a backlash. So uh, they would they would they would uh, keep the focus on uh, schemes like that, even though uh, their social or economic audits may reveal a different reality. So basically, politics would be an underlying factor for that matter. Very much, very much. Yeah. Talking about the middle class. What can they expect out of the budget? Not much from this budget, frankly. Okay. Uh, you know, middle class, uh, uh, if you look, look at it very objectively, uh, middle class, especially the urban middle class, the taxpaying public, uh, has been uh, a BJP votary uh, in the last two elections. And the BJP doesn't uh, calculate uh, it to have gone away to the other side. So... I don't think they feel the need for placating them any further. Not in this budget. If there are any tax rebates, etc., coming, they might come in the next budget, in the vote uh, vote on account that is presented just before the budget, uh, just before the elections. 
um, although conventionally they should not be giving uh, any uh, such concessions uh, just just before the elections, but uh, there is no uh, bar in announcing such rebates. So I suspect that would happen uh, in the Wokton account next year, not this year. I don't see much coming in the way of middle class, if you ask me. It will be a very heavily tilted towards uh, uh, the poor, the deprived sections, the SCST, OBCs, uh, more welfareism, more uh, kind of free rations kind of schemes. Uh, and I don't see much uh, in the way of uh, middle class, uh, except that the government will make it out as if uh, the spends on infrastructure, which is already being done through capital expenditure, and uh, there will be a continuation of that in this budget, is towards improving the quality of life of people in general. And it would spur, spur more private investment and therefore would, would uh, bring more, uh, more prosperity. Uh, you know, economic growth will happen, which will eventually help uh, everybody. So these kind of linkages would be found in the budget. But uh, uh, in terms of tangible uh, benefits to the middle class, um, especially like tax rebates and all that, I don't see much of that happening in this budget. Okay, so basically there is not much scope for seeing any changes. Yeah. And insistent, like really consistent demand by the states has been uh, like to increase the grants for the, for the upcoming budget. Do we see that happening? I don't see much change in it. Okay, all right. So Purnima coming to an end in this podcast, the recent Oxfam report talked about wealth inequality in India the grave divide between the rich and the poor in India. And it also talked about having some sort of maybe wealth tax for the rich. So are there chances of the government acting on it to reduce? Not at all. Not at all. all. You saw corporate tax having been slashed um, Mm. uh, Mm. two years back. And I don't see any chance of any wealth tax coming in. Okay. So basically there are chances that corporate taxes will remain the same for that matter. I don't see any change in that. Okay. So lastly, considering Modi government's given economic principles, what are some of the grave social issues that should be of immediate focus in the budget? And what are your suggestions for the same? Well, I think the, uh, there they should be immediate and urgent focus on health and education. That is a key to uh, any kind of long-term development or uh, uh, alleviation from the uh, from the trauma that has been uh, inflicted by the by the pandemic infrastructurally uh, schools have suffered uh, you know you need to pay more attention to it you need to pay more attention to learning um, and uh, also look at uh, look at higher education where uh, uh, you know privatization of it has cost uh, uh, people in terms of, you know, if you look at all the, um, all the social unrest that has uh, happened in, in various states, the movements that have, have emerged for uh, provision of reservation of various communities that have risen in revolt and asked uh, for reservation, that is all a result of, uh, of uh, learning having suffered uh, because of uh, the way education has been neglected. And uh, people are not finding jobs. Em- employability has, has been reduced 
So there is a lot of unrest because of that. And I think that's an area of urgent focus. Uh, health, again, like I said, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, a struck, it's, a, it's a sector that is crying out for attention. I honestly don't, uh, don't see that happening. Okay. So yeah. as you mentioned, policies, for that matter, any of the budget will be reflected by politics. By politics and this budget, I think, will be characterized by Garib Kalyan. Besides, of course, uh, like uh, the FM has already said, there would be focus on uh, capital expenditure and so on. That has already been there. There will be a continuation of that. Mm -hmm. But in terms of uh, uh, a political focus, I think welfare of the poor would remain a major uh, thrust for the government. Okay. Okay. All right, Purnima. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you like our content, please subscribe and share. Stay tuned with us for more conversations on the budget. Thank you.